Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Monday to you. It's Monday, May the 31st. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. We got a lot to talk about today, right? We really do. First segment, I want to talk about what could happen tonight, right? Preview tonight's game. Tonight, the 76ers face the Washington Wizards of game game four of the team's best of seven um, opening round series. With a win, the Sixers will sweep the Wizards 4-0. In the best of seven, it will be the Sixers' first sweep since 1991, right? First one. And that, but that, that was in the first round. In the second segment, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with Shake Milton, uh, Tyrese Maxey. It seems like, you know, Doc Rivers said yesterday that Shake Milton, um, well, it's like a, a situational thing. Well, it looks more like just Tyrese is playing better than Shake, and so he's getting a little bit of the edge. And thirdly, we got to talk about what's happening with these fans situation. You know, yesterday, last night, a fan, an idiot fan, I'm glad they showed a, a, a photo of who he is, but an idiot fan threw a bottle, a water bottle at Kyrie as he was exiting the arena in Boston. I mean, what an idiot. I mean, you think about it. They talk about Kyrie's like saying, hey, they got racist fans there. They're doing this. They're doing that. And all it did was like now people are like, oh, well, maybe they are. Like, come on, dude. You're a clown. So, but again, I'm glad they showed this video. Young boy. Young fool, rather. Um, but uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today, right? Those are the things. Now, here's the thing. The Wizards, let's just say if the Wizards somehow find a way to win today. Somehow find a way to win today. You can't tell me they're not going to lose on Wednesday in Philly, right? Now, the deal is, it's like, are they going to try to fight to not get swept? Or, I'm not saying lay down, but or is the inevitable just going to happen? And sometimes as much as, you know, a team is rolling, sometimes they just let their foot off the gas a little bit, talking about the 76ers. And what I mean by that is it's kind of like, oh, we're up, where it is, we're kicking their tail, we know we're going to sweep them, um, and they just don't come out with that same energy, right? But in this series, this the Wizards don't have anyone who can guard Joel, right? But see, that's not the difference to me. The difference, at least in the last game. See, the Sixers are tough to beat when Danny Green and Seth Curry make shots. I mean, seriously. Because, see, here's the deal. You know, we know that what Joel's going to do. We know Tobias is what Tobias is going to do. We know that Ben is going to be that multifaceted guy, right? But when those other guys, Danny Green and Seth Curry are making shots. 
it's tougher to double team people. And then all of a sudden, Joel Embiid is like being compared to Hakeem, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Uh, Doc Rivers is saying, well, I don't like doing comparisons, but I can see what the um, Scott Brooks is saying, because Scott Brooks is the one who made the comparison. And Doc will say, yeah, but, I see, you know, talk about Patrick Ewing and then the footwork of Kevin McHale. So you're like, wow, that's saying some major stuff about Embiid, right? Major stuff. And so you look at it and you say to yourself, like, yeah, he has been undom- been dominant. I mean, he has. And I know typically we all want to say, why? Why are you saying this? That, well, I have the utmost respect for Scott Brooks. I have respect for Doc Rivers, too. I mean, these are guys who played in that era. They know. And the things that Embiid has been doing, y'all, <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's been destroying these guys. Now, again, this is true. He's supposed to destroy these guys. They don't have anyone there that can that should be able to stop Embiid. They don't. But I'm telling you, at the veracity and how he's getting there, it sure looks good. I mean, it really looks good. Um... You know, and you say to yourself, like, man. Now, I don't think is going to get MVP. I don't. Missed too many games. This is a bad year to miss that many games. And what I mean by that is, like, I know it's that pandemic. But when you have the Joker, who's going to win it, in my opinion, playing in all the games he played in, that stands for something. Right? But this is what Brooks said when people asked about Embiid. He's about as good as he can possibly be at that position. I was fortunate enough to play with the with Olajuwon for almost three years, and he's doing things I haven't seen since then, right? He's skilled, and he went on to say this later on, he's skilled, athletic, tough, high basketball IQ player. So if you make a mistake, he capitalizes on it, and their team does as well even if you don't make a mistake he was making shots over our guys he was making shots over a double team last night like i said i haven't seen anyone anybody since elijah to be able to dominate a game on both ends of the floor like he does and then uh river says you know that's why yeah i can see that now, Rivers doesn't like doing the comparison things, right? Um, um, I can see that and Patrick Ewing. I think Joel has a little bit of all those guys, right? You know, the footwork of Hakeem and Mikel, the fadeaway and shooting of Ewing. He puts a lot of work into his game. That That's what that what's make him such a good player. I'm telling you, it's high praise, man. High praise. But it's hard to say that he doesn't deserve it. I mean, real rap. I mean, Embiid, in this series, he's looked the part. He's looked like he was unstoppable. Outside of getting in early foul trouble, they had a hard time stopping. Now, again, it's going to get tougher. But, big fella looks good. He really does. The 
you know what else is as good? Indeed, people. Indeed. You know, Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post screen an interview, right, as they say. All on Indeed, right? Get your quality short list of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only, only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule the complete video interviews on your dashboard. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash lock. Offers valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. So I'm telling you, go out there and do Indeed. And while you're at it with Indeed, you know what else you got to do, y'all. You got to go to BuiltBar.com, right? Why? Because BuiltBar.com has nine delicious flavors. Now, for these people who don't know about Built Bar, and by now you should know, Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a chocolate candy bar. Mmm, mmm, mmm. You know what I mean? Now, not only does are Built Bar's flavors the best tasting, but they're the healthy. They're healthy too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carb. I'm telling you. Order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like, right? Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now here's something else that I want you guys to do. You know what I is. You know how it is. Michelob Ultra. See, here's the thing. Today, on the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Right? It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, you can we can all enjoy the game a little bit more this season. I'm going to be honest with you. I went to a, a bar yesterday. Bar in uh, last night to watch the one game, and I left <laughs> seriously because I wanted to make a low bar. The guy's like, Man, we don't have that, we ran out, huh? How you gonna run out of that, bro? Don't you know? Like, I want a great taste, but I'm also trying to lose weight. So, like, after the first quarter, I left, you know, I, I, I left. <laughs> so, I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, I just wanted something that I can have and I can just relax and chill with. No, they didn't have it. Oh, well. But you get the point. You got to get a Michelob Ultra, right? Michelob Ultra. Mm, mm, mm. It's only worth it when you enjoy it. Do it today, people. Now, here's the thing. You can, in addition to listening to this podcast, you can follow me in the Philadelphia Inquirer. Stories appear every day. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers. You can subscribe to this podcast 
wherever you listen to your podcast at, right? Now, when we talk about Shake Milton, um, uh, Kyrie's Maxi, you know, this is a, a thing that's been going on for a while. Now, Shake Milton hasn't really been playing well in this playoff series, right? Uh, you know, he's had his struggles. And, you know, it's weird because it seems like he starts struggling, like, towards the tail end of the season, or the regular season. And some may say, you know, he started struggling once, you know, George Hill became part of the team. But I, I kind of think that the thing about Shake is, you know, Shake is a guy who, well, first of all, he's playing less, way less minutes than fewer minutes than he played last year. But Shake is a guy who looks to score. And right about now, they need him to also distribute the ball because, you know, a lot of times when he's taking people and he's looking to score, there are certain guys in the perimeter that are open, and he tends to look them off, right? But right about now, you know, last year, Shake Milton averaged 14.5 points, 3.3 rebounds, and 2.8 assists in the playoffs, right? He shot 47.7% from the field, 40% from three, and he made 85.7% uh, three throws, right? That's what he shot. But get this, he played 31.5 minutes, right? Right about now, Shake is averaging three points, 0 .1, 0 0.3 rebounds, and 1.3 assists in 11.2 minutes. So some of you may say, what the heck, man? He's playing 20, you know, he played 20 more minutes last year. But this is the key. This is the thing right here. Last year from the field, he shot 47.7%. This year, he's shooting 16.7%. He's shooting 25% from three, where a year ago he shot 40%, right? Now, he's made all his foul shots, right? So, you can look at that as a bonus. Um, but he also had only six turnovers last year in the playoffs in four games. And we're talking about he played more minutes. He's already had he already has seven. So, you know, it's just been a tough one for him. And I, you know, I get what Doc Rivers said, but if he's not making shots, um, as they progress deeper in the playoffs, I see Maxie probably overtaking him. I mean, I do. I mean, continuing to be that guy to go in ahead of him. You know, I, I just do. Uh, because, you know, Tyrese Maxey, one thing I'll say about him is he's a big-time player. He is. Like, you know, I think I've probably said this before. Um, you know, he, he's one of those guys that's not scared at the moment. You know, you can tell he's used to everything. And when you look at his points, you know, he's playing 10.5 minutes. He's averaging 5.7 points, one rebound, 1.3 assists. Now he's shooting 50 8.3% from the field and 75% from the foul line, right? He hasn't attempted a three-pointer, right? But he's shooting 58.3, getting to the cup. You know, he has uh, uh, four assists. He averaged, you know, 1.3 assists a game. Now, he only has one turnover, 
one, one turnover, right? So, you know, right now he's uh, he, he, he you know he's, he's basically outplaying um, he, he's outplaying shape. He he really is. He's outplaying him. So, you know that's that's part of the the, the problem, and I, I think that. He's going to be. He's going to continue to be that guy. I mean, I don't see any reason why not, unless Shake, you know, gets out of this funk. Now, here's the thing. We talk about this a lot. Bet online AG, right? Bet online AG is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your sports action. Baseball season is full swing. And you can track all the action on Bet Online, but not only baseball season. We're talking about the NBA playoffs, baby. Right before the next game, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head over to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports books experts. Use the promo code LOCKED, right? Do it today, people, right? And... So, here, here's the thing. Um, you know, you know, it's a, I, I, this is this fan stuff is just crazy to me. Like, you know, we talked about it early on, like how stupid the guy had to be to throw a bottle at Kyrie. Like, now I, I don't know, are these people just getting liquored up, and they're not using their senses, like, or are they just idiots? And um, you know, I I don't know if he was drinking or not, so I can't really speak to that, right? But he looked like an idiot. You know, he had that look afterwards. And again, I'm happy that they, the the people showed his face. I'm happy that he was arrested. You know, because people need to see what these repercussions are. Now, banning somebody from a game. Hmm, you know, I mean, yeah, you want to go to a game, but at the same time, it has to be bigger than that. I mean, maybe some charges, some public humiliation by by being having your face shown. But it's like, wow, like, why is this happening to the NBA players? You know, why? I mean, these guys are coming back. I know these guys have been outspoken. I know fans were like, ah, oh, we're helping out our team. But why? Like, you know, it just seems like it seems like I don't know. It, it's just bad. <laughs> I mean, are you? Do you hate the guys for what they said? Do you hate the fact that they make millions, millions of dollars? You know, all I know is if I'm from Boston, I'm extremely pissed off. Just like if I'm or like I'm from Philly, I was mad at the clown who threw the popcorn. Because, see, all that does is make people say, well, maybe the stereotype is right. You know, maybe. Like, in Philly, it's like, 
Yeah, the Philly fans don't know how to act. They threw snowballs at Santa Claus. They threw batteries at Jimmy Johnson. They did this. They did that. They, oh, my gosh, they had the prison at the vet, and it was a badge of honor. Uh, look at they're so unruly. They're rude. They're this. They're that. You don't want to go there and play there. They're gonna they're gonna attack you. They they turn on their own team, right? All that stuff comes up after popcorn game. Well, Kyrie before he goes to Boston, he says, "Well, you know what, y'all? I hope they just keep it about basketball. No racial stuff. Just keep it about basketball." Okay. So then. You know, articles were written. You have players on Boston talking about their experience in Boston and this and that and da-da-da. Then all of a sudden, as the guys were leaving the court, some clown throws a bottle at them. So then now all of a sudden, it's, was it racially motivated? I told you about those people in Boston. Come on, man. You're a clown, dude. You're a clown. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. A bottle of water. Now, I'm pretty sure that bottle of water costs a lot of money in Boston. I mean, at the, at the TV Garden. I'm pretty sure it costs a lot of money. But was it worth it? Hmm? Was it worth it? Now, I expect... The Celtics to lose in game five. So it's going to be a gentleman's week. So it's not like I don't think, I don't expect that this series to come back to Boston. But this is going to be a lasting memory of us seeing Boston fans this year. A clown throwing a bottle at a player. So this stuff has to change. The NBA has to do bigger and better things. They have to be able to secure these players, make them feel better, you know. But this is a joke right now. This is a joke. But, hey, I want to thank y'all for listening. I really do. And I want y'all to have a blessed, blessed day. Now, let me tell you this. Today on the Locked On Today podcast is Nicola Jokers enough for the Nuggets. Get more on the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Audacity app or wherever you get your podcast. But listen, y'all, have a great one. I'll talk to you tomorrow.